This podcast includes adult themes and discussion. We know it's why you're here. Listening discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Welcome, welcome back. mortals. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love that. I it's thought very... we could be dramatic. <laughs> welcome to Hissin' and Kissin', <laughs> the podcast for monster fuckers. How's that? Ow, ow. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess. And uh, we have an exciting topic this week, I think. I've waited my whole life for this. I'm not even joking. I'm so, I've been thinking about this all week. Uh, we are talking about vampires this week. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, the ultimate monster. In, in a way, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the ultimate horny monster. Yes. It, yes. It's, it's literally built-in penetration. I'm just going to start off right there. Coming it's out the gate hot. Pe- uh, yeah, built-in penetration. I mean, we'll get to that, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, and we did have a lot of feedback from listeners last week, which was so exciting. So if you listened, mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening. Um, and we are going to uh, bring in some of that listener feedback about vampires uh, towards the end of the show. Yeah, and thank you for just uh, listening in the first place. Yeah. This is a very silly thing that we do, and it's very exciting to know that people people have listened to it. Um, it makes us super excited. So, uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, do we want to start off with a little bit of history before we like? Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you take it away? <laughs> history part. Um, so, the idea of vampires have been around for thousands of years. There uh, is evidence of vampires in the cultures of Mesopotamia, the Hebrews, ancient Greeks, Romans. Um, There's all kinds of precursors with elements of vampires in demons and spirits. So it's something that's been around for forever, which I think is maybe why it resonates so much with people. Um, I think. um, But the folklore that started as a vampire as we know it today and like modern culture really started in the early 18th century. Excuse me. I'm already excited. I'm choking. <laughs> the, the early 18th century in southeastern Europe. Um, so they really thought that vampires were like uh, evil beings, um, sort of like the leftover stuff uh, from like suicide victims or witches that were killed. Um, they could also be created by malevolent, malevolent spirits possessing a corpse. Um, or you could also become a vampire, of course. The classic by being bitten. <laughs> hmm. And uh, and these legends caused hysteria, a mass hysteria. So I think, you know, we're even looking to like a precursor of something like the Salem witch trials. Um, so they're always in something that's really gotten people's blood pumping in uh, in and, more ways than one. And you can see in. Um some museums there's like old vampire hunting kits like yeah with um holy water and steaks and stuff which yeah. which i think it's it's so interesting that this is something that has been in culture for so long mm-hmm. um but they weren't always like sexy right so they're sexy no. now to us but back 
in the origins of them, they were bloated, purplish, like from drinking all this blood, kind of like a tick. Um, they often had blood seeping from their mouth and nose. They were seen in a shroud or a coffin. And they always had long hair and teeth or nails, which we do sort of also see uh, in like modern kind of vampires. But it, it sort of, again, goes back to that mass hysteria of digging somebody up. And, you know, hair and nails keep growing. Well, also, the um, it, I think a part of it has to do with at that time, there was a lot of grave robbing mm-hmm. so that early doctors could study anatomy. Right. Right. So, absolutely. You, you know, you put you pull up to the grave to visit your aunt Julie and the fucking she's gone. And you're like, <laughs> damn, she just woke up and just got out of here. So, like. I think that also definitely contributed to some of this hysteria as well. Just like missing bodies. Missing bodies and bodies that appeared to have kept growing. Hair or nails that maybe were still, you know, air quote, alive. Yeah. Um, And, you know, they even built um, graves with cages over them. So that if the the person did rise, they'd be trapped. (laughs) Yeah, you can see uh, if you Google it. Yeah. Um. So we've got this this deep origin of, of the vampire, but I think we should talk about a little bit like what makes them sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes. Um, I just added this note in because I thought of it and I'm just going to start right away. Go. Uh, blood, blood play. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, you know, you know, it's not for everybody, um, and, but that is that is a contributing factor. Um, we got the release of inhibitions, right? Yeah. yeah. If it's, if it's a monster, you know, you don't have to be this like prudish person, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a monster. It's a monster. It's a monster. Uh, sex, but not sex. Yes. That's the, that's the big one. That's what I, I was getting at. I, I feel like that's a huge thing. It, it's definitely, yeah. definitely plays a big part in the, in the, uh, you have your piercing flesh insertion piercing, liquids, yes. but that is part of it. I mean, vampires yeah. are sexual in that way. They are penetrating you. And um, there's a closeness to the act of the biting, right? Yes. Like, b- biting comes into, you know, sex, right? Absolutely. So like the, the closeness of the monster victim relationship, um, just, it, it, it is just a metaphor for sex, essentially. <laughs> like basically, um, we've got the nighttime component as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, not, uh, not in the light of day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got all genders involved. Yes. Oh, which I, yes. I think is great. I think that's, we, lo- we love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. Uh, uh, we love to see all, all the genders of vampires and it really does blur the line. Um, and, and I put down here, there's also like a controlling hypnosis element, to mm-hmm. a lot of the vampires as well, which I think also kind of goes hand in hand with the release of the inhibitions as well. Yeah, and I, I just, um, I, I just want to go back to the all genders thing. Please do. Um, because we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna jump into Dracula in a second, and he's like the first. He's probably the first vampire that comes to mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there, there's also some notable theorized female vampires, and I just want to do a special shout out. To my main girl, Erzsébet Bathory, she was a Hungarian countess that was believed to be a vampire, um, just because she's Hungarian, I'm a Hungarian, so I gotta do my shout I love out. that, no, do uh, it. 
bathed in the blood of virgins um, in her castle to remain young and beautiful. So um, she's, I think, also should be, you know, second, at least, if not first, second in your thought of uh, vampires, at least historically. I love her. I've never yeah. heard of her. Now she's my favorite. <gasps> really? Oh. No. Oh, yes. She's, there's a, some metal band named after her. Um, maybe not everybody's taste, but <laughs> anyways. Um, let's get into Dracula. Let's get into the, the OG, the original, I think, sex symbol. Is that right? Yes, maybe? the original vampire sex symbol. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Bram Stoker created him in the 1890s or created the story of Dracula. Um, there is some disagreement about actually where he got a lot of the influences. People have heard of, obviously, Vlad the Impaler, um, the Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Is that your Countess? That's, the, that's my Countess. There you go. Okay, see, there we go. Uh, but there is some widespread disagreement on exactly where he pulled it from. Um, but in sort of reading through some things, um, I thought it was really interesting how much um, Dracula represented this transgressive sexuality and the performance of the genders. And I did not know that Bram Stoker was allegedly um, in love with Walt Whitman or wrote Walt Whitman uh, homoerotic love letters. Wow. Which I thought was so interesting. Um, and he also began writing the novel one month following the imprisonment of his friend Oscar Wilde. Um, so if you know anything about Oscar Wilde, that's I mean, a whole thing in itself. Yes. So I think we, when we can't look at Dracula under anything but like a very gender fluid or open uh, sexuality for all kind of lens. Because that's mm -hmm. that's the creation of him. For sure. Everyone's got blood to suck. <laughs> right? Yeah, Everyone's no, you're got right. blood to suck. You're All right. blood is blood. <laughs> All blood is blood. That's the new t-shirt. <laughs> 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 um, and Dracula is classified as gothic fiction and also horror. Um, so it's really the f effective first use of horror that, that people really saw in the Victorian era, for sure. Um, and he is so popular, he has appeared in film, television, video games, and animation over 700 times, Ooh. with over a 1,000 additional appearances in comic books and on the stage. And uh, I don't know how true this statistic is, but new content featuring Dracula is produced roughly every week, which is kind wow. of amazing. Um, <laughs> he's popular. He's popular. <laughs> um, so... Let's talk about some of our favorite uh, favorite Draculas before we d jump into some of our favorite vampires. Yes. Okay. I, I, I just thought of this now. I, I've been thinking about this. I haven't added it into our notes, but I think my favorite Dracula is from the animated uh, Batman versus Dracula cartoon. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay, if you have not seen it, it's a wild ride. It's going on um, my list immediately. What What don't you want? There's Batman, and there's Dracula. <laughs> like, the two nights, the two nights of the evening, we got bats, but like literal bat and superhero bat. It's, it's all good. It's all good. I love um, that. Anyways, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're a big uh, Gary Oldman fan right oh yes i okay i would fuck gary oldman and dracula and all the forms all okay the forms. let's start 
all the forms. We got old man Dracula would mm-hmm. fuck. We got um like werewolf like, like monster beast mode. like yeah. beast, beast mode would fuck <laughs> would fuck million percent. Okay, we got, we got like count like yeah. with the like luscious curly hair. Oh, that, yeah. Like where did you get a curling wand in eighteen whatever? We don't um, question would it. Fuck. Yeah. Um, we got the flashbacks in that muscle armor. Yeah. Would fuck. Um, <laughs> what like all the forms would fuck. Um, and his half bat form. Oh. After she did, after she just she just like sucks his nipple and then he turns like half bat. Would fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fuck. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, any other Dracula's that you that you have that you love. <laughs> Um, there is, um, oh, I don't know if it's here. It was like a 2000 and something Dracula. It had What's-His-Face who played Gaston in the, in the live action Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Dracula Untold. Oh, yeah. That was a shitty movie, but hot Dracula. In, in my research for this episode, I could not bring myself to watch that one. Um, You know what? That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Um, I did go back and revisit the episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that Dracula was in. Ooh. Um, which I think he's very memorable there. Maybe not uh, as fuckable as some of the other ones on our list. Uh, but still, <laughs> you know, a classic in his right. Um, mm-hmm. Gerard Butler in Dracula 2000. Is it a good movie? I've never seen. Okay. I've never is, seen that one. Is it a good movie? Summarize. No. Um, he, it's like the year 2000. It is full of every iconic like teen star at the time like most of the actors had probably been on the cw at some point um he is gorgeous in it like this is pre phantom of the opera just baby Mm. face gerard butler ringlets beautiful (gasps) and then but right at the end it gets very religious um which there always is kind of that religious element to dracula um, but this one, spoiler alert, they just say he's straight up Judas, like literally the Judas. And I was like, <laughs> mm. um, but I enjoyed seeing him. He's very pretty in that. Mm, um, I'm a big fan of Dracula from Castlevania. If you've ever watched oh, Castlevania. Yes. Yes. A sexy Dracula. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love. Love. But his son, his son. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm an Alucard girly. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> and then um, the invitation. Have you watched that? It's a newer. I have. Yeah, that's a Dracula. I, I like. I like that Dracula. I did too. I found him very. He's a bit sexy. daddy. He's okay. a little daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I really enjoyed uh, those Draculas. I think. Um, but we have a list of our favorite vampires. You and I sort of made this together. Not just Draculas, oh, but vampires. So I think we're kind of going to get into okay. this and, and talk about what we love. Yes. Yeah. Before, before, um, well, I, before we like fully jump into the list, um, I just want to add on to like Dracula being, you know, oh, yeah. the first sex symbol vampire. And just want to say that Lestat de Lincourt, my man's, um, was the next, he was the next one. He, uh, um, Anne Rice in, with the Vampire Chronicles carried that idea of sexy vampires forward. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not in the like sparkling in the sun sexy, but like 
these novels, which I'm staring at right now on my bookshelf, got the whole collection. Uh, these novels were incredibly erotic. Yes. They were uh, very homosexual. Yes. Uh, like, they, there was, like, these, they were very, very sexual. Um, and um, the, the Vampire Chronicles starts off with Interview with the Vampire, which... We all know here. We know. Uh, came out in ni- 1976 and then followed up with The Vampire Lestat, 1985. Um, and Lestat as the character, he's like the main character of the series, kind of. Mm-hmm. The, um, but um, he is just uh, a bi little baby. He's just a, like, so the vampires in the Vampire Chronicles don't overtly have sex. I, I think I was reading up, there's like one case of overt, like, inside penetration type stuff but um that it's it's the sexual nature of being a vampire that makes them sexual um which is so good and Anne Rice herself um is an erotica writer she wrote under a pseudonym and I was just telling Sarah that I was reading through one of her erotic novels uh just moments ago very (laughs) Um, I only got a few pages in, but there's already been a number of sex scenes. Yeah. Um, Have you gotten to the fox hunt yet? No, I oh. literally just, oh, that I literally. I <laughs> no, seared no. into my mind as a person that used to ride horses, like oh. almost semi-professionally, which makes oh. it sound not professional at all. But that is so seared into my mind, that scene in that book. I, I Please tell me when okay, you get to well, it. I will. Um, we'll bring just, it up in the next podcast. We'll we'll circle back to it. And if you guys are wondering what bo- what book we're referencing, it's the Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Um, Which has I, uh, just so many trigger warnings, by the way. Uh, oh yes. Oh please, yes. There is a, a number. Lot. I won't get it. Yeah. yeah. I won't get into it. But anyways, um, written under a pseudonym. A N Raquelar Raquelier. Anyways, okay, mm-hmm. moving on. Sexy okay. vampires. Now that we've talked about Lestat, our homeboy. Um, actually, Sarah, what's your favorite version of Lestat? Ah. We have three. We got three. We've got um, Interview with the Vampire. Mm-hmm. Tom Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. We got um. The Queen of the Damned. Um, what's his fucking face? Yep, yep. Um, Townsend. Um, yes. and we have the newest um one with that um, uh, showcase show. Um, oh, what's his name? He's a French guy. Anyways, which is your favorite? I think I. I think this is the only time I'm ever gonna say this. By the way, I think it's Tom Cruise. <gasps> I I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. I want to put it out there. Like he is controversial at best and problematic but we were just re-watching that movie and he is so pretty in that movie and so is Brad Pitt also controversial like problematic but they are like little dolls in that movie like they're so mm. pretty and Tom Cruise pun aside really sinks his teeth into that role like <laughs> I, I feel I feel like Lestat kind of has to be a little bit batshit crazy and Tom Cruise really brings that in (laughs) like he is just unhinged in that movie in a way that I 
just love. <laughs> just I yeah, I think it's I think it's Tom Cruise. Although I have to say the new Lestat in the the TV series uh, in the US, I think it's on AMC. Um, I have not watched the whole thing. I have watched about half of the first season. Amazing taste in coats. I mean, oh. I mean, steed bonnet taste in coats, if we will, <laughs> and robes. I mean, a beautiful fashion sense. I do uh, appreciate the sass that he brings to the character. Tom Cruise? No, the oh. the AMC one. Yeah. They're, they're both, uh, I think all the versions of Lestat are so distinct oh, for it I being the, the same character. I love the Queen of the Damned one, though. The Queen of the Damned one, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, okay, so there's this one scene. I, I'm going to, if you're watching, next time you're watching it, okay? Okay. There is this one scene after he gets kidnapped by Akasha after his big concert. And he's wearing this mesh shirt, and she's talking to him, and his one peck flexes. And I just think about that one peck flex all the time. Um... <laughs> It's just really stunning just acting from lives his in your mind rent free. <laughs> yeah, um, and thank you, Queen of the Damned, for getting me into new metal as a kid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mm, we'd love to see it. Thanks, Jonathan Davis. Um, um and Akasha. Let's talk about Akasha for us. Do you mm-hmm. know that scene? You know what scene I'm talking about I, in the bathtub I, with the roses? I haven't seen that movie since it probably came out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you need I need to, to watch, rewatch you it. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't part of my like research for this episode because you had it so thoroughly covered. I was like, I think I'm good. Oh, I could talk about just that movie for a whole episode, but I'm gonna <laughs> stop. I'm gonna contain it. I'm gonna stop okay. it and just uh, I'll say one more thing about it. Um, mm-hmm. does not follow the books for shit. Okay, um, true. Lestat does not. It, it does not have a relationship with Jesse. Um, he is very gay in that book, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Moving on. Um, so I guess we should, should go down our list. Um, we have another very popular one right after Lestat, and that is uh, Mr. Sparkles himself, Edward Cullen. <laughs> this is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> now, what was your experience with Twilight? Did you read the book okay. first and then the movie? Because I feel like everybody so, has a journey. I, um, I'm, I, was I, I was in like... Seventh grade when the books came out. Okay. That's how <laughs> that's how old I am. Um, and um, I read the books, like, as they were coming out. And I actually followed Stephanie Meyer's journey of her own fan casting. Prior oh, I remember to the, that. The, the, yeah, prior to the movie being picked up. So I was, I was like, deep in the trenches from the get-go. Like, yeah. I was ensnared. Like, you got me, Stephanie. Um, very, very into it. Too mm-hmm. young to be horny for it. Mm-hmm. But, pro- <laughs> I mean, for me, for me. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, but the obsession was there. Like a boy band, you know? Like, an awakening, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Coming into the bedroom. Oh, there's a boy in the bedroom. A boy oh, in no. the bedroom every night. And we like him that he watches her sleep. It's wild, and that's a that's a fetish trope for sure. Oh, a hundred percent, like oh, I'm watching her and she doesn't know it. We know it. (laughs) Uh, What was your journey? I picked up Twilight when I was in a bookstore in Scotland, and I read the first one, and I was like, I'm obsessed. So I walked into town, and I got the second one like the next day. 
and I, I at the time I think the only two books were out in New Moon, and I became so enthralled with that book I made a playlist for it, and oh I know I'm about to just like just embarrass myself but I remember I had it like perfectly timed and when Bella runs across the plaza you know like through the fountain to, yes. to push Edward back it was Crash Into Me by the Dave Matthews Band <laughs> <laughs> okay so when you think of Twilight that's the song you think of? That's the song yeah because it was like way before the movies ever came out so like even when I see like see that scene on TV I'm just like Dave Matthews Band and I wasn't even that much of a Dave Matthews Band fan, but <laughs> I just, I was like, this song, and then she crashes into him, and I was, like, very into it. Um, so I was a nerd. <laughs> I always thought of that song, um, uh, Hero Heroine by Boys Like Girls, because I it was, no like, in my that emo phase. Oh. oh, it's, it's a, not a, it's, like, not a particularly good song, <laughs> but, like, the fact that it has, like, heroin in it, and I was like, mm, like, personal brand of heroin, love it. <laughs> Oh, I love it. And I and I also remember that they gave her the ugliest engagement ring I had ever seen oh! in my life. And my oh! friends my friends and I saw it in the theater and we were laughing so hard. We were like like shake crying, like sobbing, and we had to leave the theater because we could not get a hold of ourselves at like our reaction to how ugly it was and they were like it's beautiful i'm like what it looks like it came out of like a gumball machine i was like what are you guys no, on atrocious Atro okay, they what was your... picked anything what was your headcanon of edward versus robert pattinson's casting oh i think i think <laughs> when i came on board his name had had been um being had been tossed around i Okay. This was the I was very into Harry Potter at the time pre, you know, the horrible things that have been associated with it now. And mm -hmm. I remember I had a friend at the time who had interviewed Robert on the red carpet for Goblet of Fire and said that he was just like the most morose, depressing, like <laughs> I'm I'm coming out with an album and the album is about death. <laughs> So when I learned this, I was like, maybe it kind of works, though, you know, like, mm. like Edward has a lot of like self-loathing. That's true. So I was I was OK with it, um, I think. Uh, but I also think it was a very short amount of time before the casting rumor started and I had read the books. So there wasn't that much of a gap for me to, like, formulate my own opinions. Fair enough. I yeah. hope they never remake. I hope they never remake it. Oh, they but will. I'm sure. To. No, I think they've talked about it oh, already. God. Literally, you have so much new media. Like, do Akatar before we do Twilight again, okay? Like, uh, that and that's our Akatar plug of the week. <laughs> hey! <laughs> if we get through one episode and don't talk about Akatar, we get a cookie. <laughs> um. So, this one, this one, next one is yours on the list. Okay, um, if you haven't seen this movie, if you like anime and you haven't seen this movie, uh, please watch Vampire Hunter D. Um, there's, uh, there's a specific one that's uh, the one I'm referencing. Hold on. Um, Bloodlust. Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. Oh. Um, it's like, how do I describe it? It's like futuristic. It's like steampunk. It's like gothic. And it's kind of Western. Oh. Yeah. And D, the vampire in it, he is 
Moody seems to be a common theme mm, among vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is all black? <clears throat> common theme. <laughs> and he's just like a slender femboy who, like, I don't know. It's like the silence and the black. It's like the nice outfit and just like being pale and like, I, I don't know. It just really does it for me. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I love that. I, it, I mean, you're, you're selling me on it, so. Mm. <laughs> Um, so we have, uh, the next two on the list, we have them together. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to start? You want to start? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric and Bill from True Blood. Oh, yeah. Suke. 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 Ah, God. <laughs> I can't. I, listen, I'm from the South, and the accents in that show, uh, I mean, I watched all the seasons of it. Let's, let's be very clear. I read all of the books, and I watched all of the seasons. Oh, same. Uh, same. But but the but the accent. Um, who who for you? Who's better, Bill or Eric? Are you a, a Bill person, an Eric person? Oh, I'm an Eric person. Same, same. I, yeah. You know, as soon as the as soon as that book came out where he had amnesia, I was like, <gasps> I'm sold. Oh. I'm fucking sold. <laughs> like that. We that love an amnesia episode. Oh my book. god, yeah. we do. Oh. And they oh, they yeah. could have dragged that out longer in the show, and they didn't, and I will never mm. forgive them. No, the show really uh, ruined uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Especially, oh, the show really ruined Alcide Hervo's whole storyline. Mm. Just going to throw that out there. Shout out <laughs> to my mans. Um, and then we but have... that's where we get fangbangers. We do get fangbangers from that. And uh, I... I am a fang banger. Are I you a fang banger? Absolutely. I mean, if and we weren't, we'd be doing this. Be... <laughs> yeah, we no, do have some feedback not. that that uh, I think I think our listeners are definitely also fang bangers. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have some other great ones on here. Um, you put Laszlo Cravensworth, and oh, I, we love Laszlo. And I added Nandor and Naja. Mm-hmm. I I love all of them. Um, not. Uh, not the energy vampire. Not that one. Uh, <laughs> Colin? Colin, Colin Robinson? Yeah. Not Colin Robinson. I mean, I love him, but I don't want to, like, love him, you know, in a biblical sense. Um, yes. And um, just, I'm going to put it out there right now. Let's not spoil the new season if you're watching. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything about the okay. new season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, w- I, w- I won't either. Yeah. But I uh, I do love Laszlo, and uh, I cosplay as Naja, so I also love her. And we love that they are gay. Gay. That's it. They're all very gay. Gay is in. Gay is cool. Gay is hot. Gay is gay hot. Is hot. <laughs> I want some gay. Gay is going to be. <laughs> and we love that about them. 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so this summer, because of what we do in the shadow, uh, my fiance and I have been having uh, what we call Hot Vampire Summer. So before you and I even came up with this whole thing, we have been watching vampire content. It has been on the agenda. And we watched all of the Blades because we had never seen them. Oh, the Blades. The Blades are wild. Wild, I say. A product of their time. A product of their time. And also... First Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. I think. I think technically, first Marvel movie. Technically. I could be wrong. Yeah. I think... I think you're right. At least, I was about to say, at least 
first good Marvel, but I don't even know if I would say that. No! Questionable. First one, first one, not bad. Yeah. After, eh. Um, but you put, you put uh, Danica down on this from Blade. Ooh, Danica. Oh, and she's got those, like, oh, she wears the little, like, secretary outfits all the time. Mm-hmm. And they, the, her, like, b- bitch boss heels click clacking on the, like, floor. Yes. Oh, really did it for me. Yeah. Really did it for I'm me. I'm a Parker yeah. Posey fan in general. Whew. So, it sold me. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then we also <laughs> recently watched From Dusk Till Dawn. Yes. Which the iconic uh, Sama Hayek in that. Which is yes. its own type of awakening, I think. Whew! That was nice. The feet stuff, come on now. But <laughs> the snake charming, excellent. Very excellent. Yes. Very hot. <laughs> Very hot. And then, um, let's see. I, I also put down, um, I, think, I think you put down too, Celine Underworld. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lost Boys, which is a classic. That, that I've only seen that once. You know, don't come for me. I, I think you need to watch it again. I think I think you do. Is it? Would you consider? You know, if people, if the Lost Boys came out now mm. and fan fan fictions were written, mm-hmm. do you think they would mostly be a reverse harem situation? <laughs> oh, hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm unsure, and, and I think, I, and I think when we get to some of our like feedback from listeners, I, I don't think m- many people pay attention to the woman in that. I think, mm. um, as Laszlo would say, "Gay is in, gay is hot." <laughs> I want some gay. Gay is gay. I think there are a lot of uh, homoerotic undertones in it. Well, undertones. Mm. It's blatant. I think a yes. lot of time blatant blatant things so yeah well that's the thing with the vampires there's that level of there's like a aspect of controlling yeah that is so fucking hot (laughs) agreed absolutely agreed um so speaking of controlling (laughs) what then are you the next one spike Uh, listen i i'm a spike girl i'm not an angel girl I, oh, I'm a Spike Girl too. So yeah, don't yeah, get okay. me wrong. <laughs> I remember watching Buffy when it was on TV, which dates me very specifically. Um, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't allowed to watch it on my own. I had to like watch it with my mother in the room so she could like monitor. Um, mm. <laughs> but I remember all of us being like, "Oh, Angel, like he's just the ideal type of guy." Oh, uh, and then Spike came on the scene, and I was like, "Well, that one, I like that one." I like the damaged goods. Um, Angel is very Edward before Edward, come to think of it. Oh, that's very true. A lot of, like, self-hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But Spike? I, <laughs> I, uh, I wrote some of my dissertation and included some of the comic books from Buffy in it. And uh, oh. I used to have a little cactus that I named Spike. And I have a Spike action figure. I really loved him, okay? Mm. Like a lot. <laughs> And um, have you seen The Only Lovers Left Alive? I have, but it's been ages. It's been a yeah. That's a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of emo vampires as well. You're getting like a lot of self-loathing in a lot of the characters. Again, common theme, 
you know what what you know these two things go hand in hand being sad and being horny like <laughs> no it's a thing yeah like, you're right yeah yeah that's the genre for vampires sad and horny and hot yeah and story and like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um did you watch any vampire diaries I did, I did, but I was not so fangirly about it. Mm-hmm. It came out a little bit later. I was uh, out of college and stuff, but I remember very much liking Damon. Uh, very pretty. We love a bad boy in this house. We do love a bad boy. <laughs> and uh, Colin Farrell in Fright Night, another okay, think, so hot, sexy daddy vampire. Oh. Um, yeah another another good one and then i put uh is it aiden turner and being human i don't know that one oh that's the the uk version not to be like the uk version is better than the u.s version but did you look it up well he's uh he's in poldark yes yes (laughs) yes and the hobbit right yeah, I think yeah. he's in The Hobbit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he plays a vampire on on that show, and uh, it was a really great show. So, um, I just want to do a quick shout out to a Canadian show. Ooh, tell uh, me, Blood Ties. I think it's on one of the streaming platforms now, but it basically it's like a supernatural like mm, crime mystery, and like a private detective teams up with a vampire, and he's the son of Henry the Eighth. Oh. And they have a will they won't they relationship and they fight supernatural crime together. I love this. Yeah, and they're older. Which is very refreshing because yeah. a lot of vampire content they're like a bit younger. I mean, it goes with the territory being turned into a vampire younger, but I thought this was refreshing that it's an older will they won't they vampire couple. I love that. I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. look it up. Mm-hmm. I love this. <laughs> Um, so let's take a, uh, as you put a quick sidestep and, uh, tell me a little bit about what you found going down the fan fiction, uh, vampire hole. (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, (laughs) we need to start with the original vampire fan fiction. (laughs) Um, my immortal. Oh my God. (laughs) Sarah, do you want to tell the listeners what exactly my immortal is i don't even know if i can do it justice um i because i didn't take notes on it it is a story written from a first person perspective she was and there's a lot of uh information on who this person actually was that wrote this but they write from the perspective of being a hogwarts student uh, a goth and a vampire and it is like a harry potter fan fiction just true train wreck um oh. i i remember it back in the day and then i recently rediscovered it because i stumbled onto jacques the whipper reading oh. chapters of it online during quarantine which was so funny and it is just yeah it is kind of the ultimate like i don't know, legend <laughs> Yeah. Oh well. Oh yes. It has its own Wikipedia page. Yeah. It's it's kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to read an excerpt. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. 
Okay, so the main character, her name is um, Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you what era this was written, then I don't know what will. Um, okay, so to preface the scene, um, the main character goes to see a Simple Plan concert with Draco Malfoy. <laughs> And then they start making out. Okay. Mm, as you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then suddenly, just as I, Draco kissed me passionately, Draco climbed on top of me and we started to make out keenly against a tree. He took of, I'm, I'm reading the spelling mistakes and grammatical errors, by the Please way. Please do. Yes. Uh, he took of my top and I took of his clothes. I even took of my bra. Then he put his thingy into my you-know-what, and we did it for the first time. Oh, 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 <laughs> I screamed. I was beginning to get an orgasm. We started to kiss everywhere, and my pale body became all warm. And then, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? <laughs> and it was Dumbledore. <laughs> Ah, yes, that famous Dumbledore line. <laughs> I just can't believe that's real, and I love it, oh, and I love it. It's so good. Okay, uh, when I searched AO3 um, for, I just put in vampire, as, uh, you know, as one does, mm-hmm. and my, my first result, um, actually, I wasn't surprised. It was a Steve Harrington, Eddie Munson fan fiction. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> like... Can we? We love it. Love it. Um, and the second, uh, well, I don't think it was the second one, but there was also a Raylo AU fan fiction in there. Uh, I probably which, read it. Uh, it. What was it called? It was just called Raylo, Raylo Vampire AU. Mm-hmm. Uh, set in 1834. Oh, I probably haven't actually. Ray, the youngest daughter of the Jedi family, has accepted an invitation to the castle of the mysterious Lord Wren. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't read that. <laughs> mm, stunning. Yes, yeah, stunning. Anyways, that's our foray into uh, fan fiction mm-hmm. uh, and vampires. Which we love. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to talk a little bit about some of the responses that we got? Yes. To our yes, question. Mm-hmm. So we a... we ask people um, on Instagram what their all time favorite vampire movie, comic book, art, or fan fiction was. Mm-hmm. So um, we had one that said "Dowry of Blood," which I don't know. I that have one. no, I have no idea what that is. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay, look it up while I go okay. through these. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a Queen of the Damned, another Queen ah! of the Damned, mm-hmm. uh, the Lestat movie version. Uh, Two for the Lost Boys, but with um, David from the Lost Boys, especially. Um, <laughs> uh, this one says the 90s interview with a vampire got me feeling some kind of way, which you know, like Oof. truth, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this one says Hammer Horror Draculas. Gotta love Christopher Lee Dracula and Peter Cushing Van Helsing. Ooh. And then we also asked about couples. What's your favorite couple? Um and we got Sookie and Bill. Sookie! <laughs> sorry. 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 I will say that the the score for their romance theme is pretty top tier. I'll give yes, it to them. Yes, it that. is. It's very good. It's very good. 
Um, and then a uh, David and Michael from The Lost Boys. So, uh, seems like everybody's on a the pretty much a similar page. So, um, for sure. <laughs> Did you find out what it was? Yes. Um, I'm just grabbing the. Okay. Um, I'm from the Goodreads. Okay, where's the description of this? Goodness gracious. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, okay. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. So I, um, so we also did some research into some upcoming vampire media that we're looking forward to. Um, because as oh, I said, yes. it's like uh, a Dracula a week or something <laughs> is brought into the public domain. Um, so one I'm excited about, and I think you put it down, is Bride by Allie Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Allie Hazelwood, uh, she writes some really great books. A lot of them were originally based in Raylo fan fiction. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're actually great standalone books on them, their own. Um, and this one, I believe, has vampires in it as well as, I think, werewolves. And the trope mm-hmm. of nodding. I think we're going to get a, a mainstream nodding book, which is... And forced marriage... And we forced love marriage. A forced marriage in this house. So I am truly excited for this book to, to hit the shelves because I think a lot of people are going to get this and not know anything about nodding and like suddenly be thrown into uh, a whole different ball game. So do you want to tell the listeners what nodding is? <laughs> no, I think that's its own. I think that's its own episode. I think we'll cover that. I think we'll have our own Omegaverse episode. <laughs> uh, oh, and then I'll finally learn what that is. Yeah, you'll learn. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then uh, we've got season two of Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, I'm particularly excited because um, in season two, we'll be having Claudia and um, Louis going to France. Ah. And then they meet the Theatre des Vampires, um, the Vampire Theater. Uh, that, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Lestat helped start. Uh, anyways, uh, shit's gonna go down, and I'm Ooh. real excited, because we will, um, be getting more Armand. <laughs> anyways. I uh, love it. Um, <laughs> so, another Raylo book that is coming out, uh, My Roommate is a Vampire. I believe that's a Raylo. Well, tell me about, tell me about that one. I, I don't know that much, I, I, vaguely remember reading it when it was a fan fiction um mm-hmm. but it comes out i believe in a few months so not too far away uh by jenna levine who wrote it mm. um so expect a lot of uh kylo ren ben solo vampire vibes i would assume mm. i have not mm-hmm. read the book though so okay. <laughs> um and then i read that uh guillermo del toro is building his own monster universe which of course Ooh. would include a dracula Ooh. Which is exciting, I think. Um, any, any, when's, when's thing, things gonna come out? As I read it, he's starting to work on putting it together. So, TBD. I mean, I know we yeah. have the writer strike and things going on right now. Anyway, um, actor strike. So everything sort of the brakes are pumped. But I'm looking forward to his take on that because I think number one, it'll be spooky, and number two, it'll be sexy. So mm. that's all we can hope for, really, right? Spooky mm-hmm. and sexy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we've got the rest of what we do in the shadows. 
Uh, oh, so good already. <laughs> it's so good already. And future seasons. I think it's renewed for a few more seasons after this. <gasps> Stunning. So we've got that. Um, and then I found there is a movie coming out inspired by Bram Stoker's Dracula and the Irish legend of, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> Dare do i'm sorry uh it's called feed um and it will see a group of 20 something social media influencers battle for their lives at a remote contemporary mansion when they awaken the world's oldest female vampire so it's evidently an original female irish twist on the vampire horror genre which is exciting Um, not on our list on our notes but i also want to just add I'm really excited for the 2024 Nosferatu film. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. And if if that alone uh, doesn't (laughs) pique your interest, I would like to just tell you the cast. Please. We have Bill Skarsgård. Anna Taylor Joy. Okay, Mm. yes. Nicholas Holt. Aaron Taylor Johnson mm, and the mm, of all Willem Dafoe. Mm. Oh, oh my God! Is he Nosferatu? He has to be, right? No, he's Adonok. Whoever the oh. fuck that is. Um, <laughs> um, and it's um, directed by Robert Eggers, who's done some good stuff that does not come to mind right now. Oh, he did um um The Witch and The Lighthouse. Oh The Witch yes. was like kind of sexy at the end there. Oh Don't yeah. even get me started. Yeah. We're gonna save we're gonna save that for our witch episode. Witch episode. Absolutely. We'll circle back. And li- <laughs> we'll call it Living Deliciously. Ooh <laughs> excellent. <laughs> mm. Um, so any, any other vampire things you want to share on this episode? Uh... I, I will read the, uh, the description for the, a dowry of blood from oh. our fan, our, our reader, our listener, reader, oh my gosh, our <laughs> listener, um, feedback. All right. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Saved from the brink of death by a mysterious stranger. Constanta is transformed from a medieval peasant into a bride fit for an undying king. But when Dracula draws a cunning aristocrat and a starving artist into his web of passion and deceit, Constanta realizes that her beloved is capable of terrible things. Ooh. Oh, oh, wait, there's more. Finding comfort in the arms of her rival consorts, oh. she begins to unravel their husband's dark secrets. Oh. Oh, my. This sounds, sounds juicy. I know. Is it, uh, is it a book? Is it a movie? It's a book. It's a, okay. book. a book. Written by S.T. Gibson. Um okay. And it's a it's a more modern one. I love that. Uh, I uh, published two thousand and twenty one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Add it to the list. <laughs> I'm sure this won't be the only time we talk about uh, vampires because it's such a, a broad subject. I would love yeah, to come back to and circle like back. revisit it. But I think yeah. it was a good surface level sort of touching <laughs> on vampires, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Um. Okay, let's let's part on this note. What is a memorable uh, scene from a vampire book or film 
doesn't have to be overtly sexual, mm-hmm. but just a, a vampire scene that you think about once in a while. Okay, well, we already covered the Dave Matthews band crash into me, so that's that's one. <laughs> that every time I hear that song, I think about it. Um, I think about <laughs> um, the <laughs> the like uh, the beast sex scene in Dracula, Bram Stoker's oh. Dracula. <laughs> like every once in a while, that's like I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, that that's definitely one. I think. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, can we think I, about that later tonight? <laughs> I think I think it might be that one. Um, good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. I um I think about um there's a scene in Blade when there's like a vampire nightclub, and then the sprinklers go off and it's blood <laughs> it's blood coming from the sprinklers. Yeah. And it's like a these vampires just like raving and they're just getting soaked with blood. Yeah. And it's just oh, I would love to be one of those vampires. Yeah. So would Nadja. That's why she had the blood sprinklers. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a very like um, feral kind of energy in that scene for sure. Well, it's a blood facial. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, <laughs> you know, on the hair, on the chest, on the anyways. <laughs> uh, so, do we want to tease what our next episode is going to be about? Yes. Why don't you take it away? Okay. So, uh, we had a subject picked out, and then the news hit. Uh, <laughs> came down, if you will, that oh, yes. uh, that aliens are real. So we have decided that uh, our topic in two weeks from now is going to be aliens. I uh, do believe. So we are excited. This uh, this opens up all kinds of things for us. We are going to definitely reach out to you guys, our listeners, for some feedback. But uh, you know, let's talk about Ice Planet Barbarians. Let's talk Ooh. about Earth Girls Are Easy. Let's let's talk about X Files. Let's bring all of the weird alien stuff in. And guess what? We're also going to touch on the fact that my phobia is ET, the extraterrestrial. We're going to get into it, and what? it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, We're going to unpack what, it. What that finger do? What no, that finger I do? don't. Don't don't do nothing. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm going to have to research egg-laying dildos, aren't I? Probably. <laughs> love, love that for me. Um, so, anyway, thanks for listening. Um, Thank you. Please uh, subscribe to our socials. We love to hear from you. Thank you, everybody who sent feedback. And, um, yeah. We, we're, we're on TikTok, hissin.kissin.pod. We're on Instagram. Um, Hissin' and Kissin' podcast. That's where we do a lot of our interaction. Yes. Uh, we've got a link tree up. We've got links to where we've got this um, episode posted. What do we have? We've got Spotify. We got Apple Music. Mm-hmm. We got, We're on YouTube. Um, we got on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, a few other listening platforms. But yeah. there's. Some 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 place for everybody to listen. So you yeah. really have no excuse. Yeah, exactly. No excuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you for spending an hour-ish with us. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, as always, monster fuckers, stay horny. Stay horny. <laughs> <laughs>